Good afternoon, BC family. This is your host, Don Shea Bates, and I welcome you back to the Bowley Confess Show. We are in season two, episode two. This season is called The Fight, and this episode is called Chosen for My Potential. So as we go into this episode, we're going to be learning about how is your stance, checking our stance in this fight. Glory to God. So let's jump right in, BC family. I love you all. Today's scripture is going to be coming from the book of Ecclesiastics, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Um, But we are going to focus on uh, verses 1 through 3. Amen. And it reads, uh, Ecclesiastics, chapter 3, verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. Glory to God. So in this time, I want to talk about um, the way that our stance is in this season. What is it in your life that is causing delay from the new things that uh, God has promised you to be in your life in this season what are the things in your life that are causing delay for what your potential is for the potential that you have been chosen for glory to God so let's talk about potential amen so I got on Google and I did some research and I was looking up what does potential actually mean? And potential, uh, the meaning, the definition that it had was having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future, right? So potential, something that we would become, something that has the capacity to develop into in the future, right? So before we get in deep into the word, let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you for fresh breath. Father God, that you breathe into our lungs that we may live to see this day and reach me and teach the people that you have called for us to reach me and teach, Father God. And for the people you have called to reach me and teach us, Father God. And we thank you that on both ends that it shall and will be equally received. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is a ever-living word, Father God, and that it gives us fresh manna every time that we come back to it, Father God. I pray that I, Don Shea Bates, decrease and that you, Father God, would increase on today, that you would take over my tongue, Father God, and speak how you want to speak and move how you want to move because this is your platform, Father God, and you have called me to be a steward over it, Father God. I pray that we would have ears to hear, Father God, and the vision to see what it is that you have for our potential, Father God, what you have chosen us for, Father God. Grant us clarity, Father God, and direction in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. We say glory, hallelujah, and amen. Amen. So, uh, like I was saying, we are chosen for our potential. We know that these things are coming to us. We know that God has promised us a lot of things. And we know that some of the things we may or may not have already obtained right 
So what we're dealing with in this point is our stance. What is it in our life that is causing us delay for the things of our potential? Are you truly ready for the things that you have prayed for? Are you ready for this fight? Are you ready to really go in the ring and stand up square face to face with the enemy and take back everything that God has promised you? So um, it's testimony time. I want to get a little transparent with you all. You know, that's what Boldly Confess is about. We share our testimonies and help in hopes to help others come into our greater selves and who God has called us to be. So I was walking through a situation just recently and um, God had called me to turn in my previous vehicle um, that I was driving in. And I'm like, no, you know, I prolonged it. I kept driving. And each day that I continued to drive my vehicle, everything started to go wrong. When I say I fixed something, then the other side would go wrong. And then I do this and I do that. And moral of the story, it, the value of the car just started depreciating, right? So I want to back up. Prior to that, I had been praying for a, a bigger size vehicle for some things, you know, for the reason of you know, some things that I'm going to be doing here in these newer seasons, I just need it bigger, right? And um, nevertheless, it doesn't, it doesn't matter why we're praying for a thing, what it is that we, we, we need it for. It's, it's the point of the story that, you know, God had called me out of a thing and I was holding on to it so tight and I was trying my best to keep it to the point where I remember one day I was going um, to do some grocery shopping and, and the car stalled right in the middle of the intersection and I could have been seriously hurt right so <clears throat> excuse me right so I turn I make it through safely and God carried me home safely and I knew he was no longer playing with me it's time to get out of the vehicle right so I get out and I'm in and I'm praying I'm going in prayer and the days go by and I'm like Lord well what should I do you know uh, the, the car was still out front and it hadn't been picked up yet. And in my mindset, you know, it's easier to just jump back in and get on. Get in and get going on my way. But in this season, God was calling me to move a different way. Right? I hadn't been on the bus, you guys, in years. I mean, probably since, I don't know, like maybe 2015. Probably 14. It's been It's been years, right? So now I'm, you know, I'm frustrated and I'm like, God, why am I on the bus? I'm being obedient to the things you say. I'm doing what it is that you have called me to go forth and do. I don't understand, right? So I'm leaning to my own understanding, you guys, at this point, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated because my job is already 28 minutes away from my home via car. So now as I'm walking, I've discovered it's a 14-minute walk to the bus stop. I get on the bus, I get off, and I have to walk another 32 minutes to get to work. So now it's like, you know, you start weighing the odds. Is this job worth it? Is is all that I'm pushing for and toward worth it? You know, God promised me these things. Is he a liar? You know, that's what the enemy wants you to to go into your mind and think. Think about. But see, what we don't understand is that 
with with whom to whom much is given, much is required. Glory to God. So you're going to have to go through some things because we don't serve a small God. And when God blesses us, he does some big things, right? And, the, and, and what we may be asking for, God may have a plan twice the size of what it is, the blessing that we are asking for, right? Because he does exceedingly, right? Above all that we can ever ask, think, or imagine, right? So, in this situation, you know, I know I had been praying for some things, and I know that uh, I got um, word from the Lord that he was breaking me out of some things, right? Whether it be some ways that lie within me, right? And it goes back to the question, you know, where's your stance? Are you truly ready for the things that you're praying for? Are you ready for this fight, what is the things that are causing delay in your life for the potential that you were chosen for? I know that I was chosen to ride nice. I know that I was chosen to be able to be a blesser, whether it be blessing people by way of transporting them to and from whatever it is that my father calls me to do. I know that I have already been chosen. By faith, I believe that, right? So once again, it came to the question of what is it in your life that is causing delay? So I, I began to think and I'm like, well, what is it? What is the problem? You know, well, well, why can't I just go get another car? I can just go get another car, right? I, it's time now. God's removed that. It's time to go jump into this new blessing. Erk, right? So I thought <laughs> I thought it was going to be that easy, right? But to whom much is given, much is required. And I knew that there were some things that I had not updated from the past. I knew that though I had been crushed last season and I, now I have this new wine, I knew that that new wine could not go into the old wine skins, right? Or they would burst. Right? So I'm going to read to you all uh, from the book of Mark. Chapter 2, verse 22, and it reads, No one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst. The skins in the wine is lost, and the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins, right? So we are fresh we have been made new in some ways that we have gone to obtain things in the past are no longer the same way that we can go obtain these new blessings, these grand blessings. See, back then we were doing little things, but right now, you know, coming into this new season, now we are doing new things, big things. We are serving a big God, right, who, who expects greater things out of us who has chosen us for the potential that we have to become these things and these promises that he has talked to us about, right? So I'm going and I'm going and I'm trying to obtain cars and I'm hearing not right now and come back in six months and this, that, and the third. And I, I need you. Well, your ID doesn't match your, 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 um, your mail and this, that, and the third. And it led me back to that question. Are you ready for the things that you prayed for? What is causing your life, delay in your life? What is that in your life? 
that is causing delay. These are the things that you have prayed for. I'm speaking on a car situation, but your situation may be something different. It could be that wife. It could be that husband. It could be that position at work. Right? You've been praying for these specific positions, but are you really ready? Have you checked your attitude? Have you went and 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 prayed and even asked God, is that for you? Have you studied what it is to be a good husband? Have you studied what it is to be a good wife? Have you applied those things to your life? We can study, we can learn, we can obtain knowledge on how to go forth and do things like building credit, whatever it is. We may know how to go to the BMV and get uh, a matching, in my situation, a matching um, license with your piece of mail. But have you taken the steps to do it or have you gotten comfortable because the places that you go have not required of that fresh update for these for these new wineskins, for this new wine, right? Are you truly ready for the things you have prayed for? Does your stance line up with your potential? How are you standing? How is your stance in this fight? Are you ready for this fight? Because see, the enemy, he's not going to hand over. He's not just going to hand over the things that God has already promised you. He's not going to let you get to them easily as God has them already waiting for you. You think he wants you to receive these covenants? You think he wants you to receive these breakthroughs, these blessings? I don't care if it's a change in mindset. You think that he's going to willingly let you just freely walk to uh, to the throne of grace and get and take back everything? everything that the enemy has tried to take from you year after year. He's not. He doesn't want you to win. And what people fail to realize is we have an enemy out here. We have a God who is for us. And yes, if God be for us, who can be against us? That does not mean that we will not experience great trials. That does not mean we will not experience hardship. In fact, in a word, that was a promise that we would that we would have to go through things in this life. So in this fight, we have to realize that stance does matter. Yes, you are chosen for your potential. Yes, it has your name on it. But when you're going up in the enemy's camp, when you're stepping in the ring, you can't just be walking in any type of way to go in and take back your things, take back your prodigal son or daughter, to go back in and take back these things. You can go in and try to go back and get anything that has your name on it. But how are you? Are you prepared to treat that thing right? Are you prepared to, to be uh, long-suffering? In these things, are you, is your mindset prepared to be that shift leader? To be that great friend. I remember a time I was praying for friends and God would not send me any. And I could not understand why I was in a season of, of loneliness. I felt I was loneliness. I knew God was always with me. But when I speak of loneliness at that time, I saw loneliness, loneliness as not having friends to go out and hang out with. Um, if every day people weren't around me, then I, then I was lonely. But that's not true. Loneliness is a mindset. But I was praying for these friends. And I hadn't done the work in me. So, which means, if you have not gone in and cleaned up the work within you, 
and prepared for the things that you're asking for. Because the enemy is not an enemy of unity. He doesn't like peace. He doesn't like joy. He doesn't like happiness. He doesn't like to see people come together. So you think that the enemy is going to be fond of you getting friends? Especially if you like us on this podcast, especially if you like the BC family and we're lovers of Christ. He knows when two or more gather, the God is in the midst. So he knows that if he can keep friction, if he can cause problems with you going through to get the things that are promised to you, with you getting your breakthrough, he knows that if he can cause division amongst you and a person who God may have placed the word down on the inside of them to bring to you, then he knows that you won't reach the things of the places and spaces that are required for you to have to get your to your destiny. So what I want us to understand, BC family, is that not every every no, not every detour, not every disagreement is the enemy. My greatest hope is that we would recognize God as the referee in our situations. When that we would recognize when the whistle is being blown in the fight. In my case, to relate it back to this situation uh, and the example that I'm using with you all, I noticed that the whistle was blown and that the ref, our God, was calling a timeout. Because here it is. Yes, I have the promise of these things. Yes, I was promised these things. But have I have I planned? Have I really prepared for that thing? Am I really really ready for that thing that 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 I've been praying for that He's promised? Are you really ready for that friendship? Are you really ready for that marriage? Are you really ready for that position? Have you studied? What would you do in, in, in a case of our tornado and you're the manager? You're going to go save yourself? Are you going to study and learn the mindset on how to steward that thing? What are you going to do when you feel bad about yourself? Are you going to bleed on others? And, and are you going to project your feelings and emotions on that spouse, on that friend? These are the questions. These are the preparations. These are the stances that need to be checked before you get in the ring. Because if you get in the ring and you're not prepared, the enemy is going to knock you out. But we serve a God. Right? Who's blowing the whistle? Who's calling the shots? He's saying... Pause. You need to go check this situation. You need to go get that ready for this. When you get there, they're going to ask you for that because God is all seeing and all knowing. He knows what's to come. That's why it is important for us to embrace the seasons that he has us in, whether it's a season of separation. If you're fighting a separation and not understanding why you're in the separation season, if you're talking and not being quiet and allowing God to speak to you and you're just complaining about why you're, you are where you are, you can't possibly understand what is going on. That's why we know 
just like we read in, in the book of um, Ecclesiastes. It said there's a time for everything. And I'm going to go ahead and read it because I feel, I feel that this is needed to be heard. And, and I so promise you, you, you guys, Boldly Confess is real. This is a real podcast. This is where we're going to talk about real things so that you can get real understanding and real correction in your life so that you can get to your potential that you are chosen for. And, and this podcast may not be for you if you're looking for lovey-dovey words, if you're looking for um, just, oh, you got this, go on, go. I'm not a cheerleader. I would cheer you on, but I'm not here to cheer. I'm here to do what my father has called me to do. And I'm here for the business that he has called me to. I'm here to win this fight that he has called us to. Not everybody is going to win. Everybody can fight. But can you win? I'm here to win. I'm not coming up in here for show. So I pray that everybody that is under the sound of my voice is jumping in line to win. Everything attached to us wins. You start winning, everything else is going to fall in line. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it reads, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time to war and a time for peace. There is a time and a season for every activity under the heavens, you guys. I pray that y'all are hearing me and following me. You are chosen for your potential. Yes, it's yours. Yes, by faith through Christ Jesus, you have already received what you are chosen for. But you are going to have to fight. Stop expecting people around you to fight for you. Stop expecting people to come in and save you. God, the Jesus Christ is your savior. You have already been saved. You have already been delivered. You have already been set free. It is a fixed fight. But you have got to listen to the referee. You have got to recognize God as the referee in your life. Your potential is not what's going to get you there. You having or showing the capacity to become and develop into something in the future is not going to get you there. Your potential is not what's going to get you the trophy, what's going to win you the fight. It's you embracing this time for everything. It's you embracing this season for every activity under the sun. Right? 
There was a time that God had to keep us right under his wing. We are always under his wing, but I mean close because we were brokenhearted. And as we know in the word, it says that he is close to the brokenhearted. There was a time we heard from him every minute of the day. There was a time when you were younger that you got a bottle every time you cried. There was a time you got older and you switched to pacifiers. There was a time that you got off the pacifier and it's time to talk and speak up for what you need. There's a time to fight. This is that time. If you weren't prepared and you weren't ready for a fight and you don't like the fight, then maybe this, 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 this fight isn't for you. This ring isn't for you. And unfortunately, we have to realize that not everybody is going to make it. You're going to see your friends left behind. You're going to see your loved ones dropping off because some people are so stuck in their ways. They're so used to doing things the way that they did before. Right? But as we read in Mark chapter 2, no one puts new wine into the old wineskins. It said, otherwise, the wine will burst. The skins, it's going to burst the skins. It does not fit. The way you used to talk to people in the past, it's not going to work in this season. The way you used to bogart your way into positions at work, it's not going to work that way in this season. The way that you used to go get cars, the way that you used to get clothes, you can't be boosting in this season. You're a child of God. The way that you used to leech, you buying food stamps, whatever it is. It's not okay in this season. We are called to operate different. People are watching you. People see you. You think that you're not seen because you're not on a platform such as a podcast and a YouTube or whatever. Who cares about the platform? It's what you're doing when you're up there. Are you using it as a, as a place to be bashful, to get your point across? Or is this about God? Is this walk about God? Is this walk and, and you being chosen for your potential about you? Or you want to reach your fullest potential to be a blessing to someone else for God's glory. That's what you need to ask yourself for. Are you wanting God's glory? Because if so, I question who you really, who you really rooting for. Because the last person I knew that wanted God's glory got kicked out of heaven. Let's be real. Come on. This podcast is not for the religious folk. I'm sorry. This, this is not the place for you. I'm real. This is real. What God feeds me is real. I serve a living God. And the things that we are talking about here is real. It's time to check yourself. Because don't think because God has chosen you that you're not replaceable. Because one thing I know, God is no respecter to man. And if he chose you, best believe he chose somebody else. And if you're not willing to get the job done, he's going to make sure that somebody gets that job done. So let's carry on. It's a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. Glory to God. So that means, once again, we cannot be out here using the old moves from last season's fight to operate in the ring this time. The enemy has studied those moves. He will know how it is that you plan on coming. He knows how you're coming. Well, she always duck around this time. Well, usually when this happens, I know when I when I shuffle to the right, she she get nervous and she goes to the left. So I'm going to shuffle to the right, but I'm going to slide to the left, and I got her. 
Well, I know, I know when I talk a little stuff, she, she get distracted. He get distracted when I, when I, when I speak and say a couple little things or, 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 or she get distracted when I speak up or he get distracted when I, when I speak up. And I, and I pop my corner and I'm talking my stuff in the ring. So, so I'm going to just keep talking. And I'm going to keep being loud and distract her from how I'm really coming. And then, boom, he got you. I was watching this video, you all, and it was just, oh, it just blew my mind. It was this young man in his, I don't know, it was like a sensei fight, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It was like a young boy, and he was learning... I want to say like karate or something, taekwondo, whatever. And the older gentleman had a stick in his hand and he, and he kept waving it and he was going to wave it over the young man's head. And the young man was supposed to be prepared for the attack, for the hit to come, not the stick, but the hit. But he was so focused on that bright yellow stick coming out that he could not see that his opponent hadn't even thrown a punch. And this, I'm telling you, y'all, he was wearing him out. He was, he was ducking and bobbing and weaving. The little boy, he, and he had every right intention. You could just tell his heart posture was, was, he just wanted to be ready. He just wanted to be ready for the fight. He, was, he, he knew that he was in a fight and he was ready in his mind. But he wasn't. He was distracted. And I remember his sensei saying, he said, son, you have got to focus on the problem and not the distraction. Glory to God. He said, I am the problem. It's not the stick. It's not the yellow baton being waved and thrown around in your face. He said, I'm the problem. Focus on me. And he said, he told him, he said, son, when I began, he said, no, he said, I want you to duck. When you feel is the right time to duck when you see that I'm get ready to move. So every time that the stick came out, the little boy didn't move. When he, when the sensei began to throw his hit, the little boy, he was ready. He ducked right on time because he stopped focusing on the bright yellow stick, the baton, the distraction. He stopped focusing on the distraction, the hype, the yelling, the fighting. He stopped focusing on, in my situation, what would have been, well, not right now. No, you don't have this. You need to go do that. I need this. The, the ID need to match that. It's time to stop focusing on the distractions and deal with the root of the problem. The root in my situation is, hey, you need to get over there and you need to get this groundwork situated. You need to go get the paperwork for this and make sure that these things, that you're having these things in line so that you can obtain the trophy, so that you can obtain whatever it is that you are trying to obtain. Right, BC family? So don't focus on the distraction. Focus on the problem. You can't get that house you want because of your credit. Stop worrying about people telling you no. 
Stop worried about what you can't get. That's what the enemy wants you to do. So then you can go into, well, it's always been like that. And it's always going to be like that. He loves a murmurer and complainer. Oh, he loves them. He loves them. And you begin to believe those things that you're speaking. Stop looking at negative things. It's time to look at the positive things. Well, they didn't say I couldn't never get it. I just got to go do these things. In this season, hence Ecclesiastics 3, in this season, it's time for this activity under the heavens. It's time for you to go work on the way that you're speaking. It's time to go work on your credit. It's time to go work on saving. It's time to go work on whatever it is. Your reactions, your responses. Are you listening? Are you talking? Are you trying to be a teacher and you're not allowing yourself to be taught? Are you not receiving the things that you are being taught? Are you out of season? Maybe you're sowing seeds out of season. Maybe you're supposed to be working on your soil and you're, and you're receiving all these seeds. Yes, God has many mentors out here. And I know I'm not the only one who he says, okay, daughter, it's a time to, to, to speak with this person. It's a time to listen to this person. It's a time to receive this word. Okay, and this season, I don't want you over there. I don't want you doing that. This is not a time for that. I want your ears. And that's where things turn into idolization because you're so used to things being a certain way. You're so used to hearing things and seeing things come from this way. Well, guess what? So is the enemy. He's so used to seeing you get things a certain way. He's so used to that. God is the referee in this fight. He sees what you don't see that lays ahead. He sees that your opponent has been in the gym and has been buffing up in this area. He sees that maybe Benjamin Button has been working on this, that, and the other to obtain the same things that you have obtained. So when you over here worried about why you haven't got your stuff yet, because he is preparing you and your preparation may take longer because what you are chosen for. Your potential has got to meet the requirements of that thing. Come on now, feel me, somebody. Somebody say, I am chosen for my potential. Glory to God. So as we learn in Mark chapter 2, verse 22, as far as the wineskins, you can't be putting and bringing those things over into this new season, into these new things thinking you're going to obtain great things, thinking you're going to have good outcomes, and you treating people like you treated the later people in your life. You think you're going to you think God's going to bless you with these new this new vehicle, with this new position at work, and you can't even talk to your coworkers correctly. But you want to be respected. To whom much is given, much is required. Right. So my point on, on Mark chapter two is it's time to get rid of that stinking thinking, that old stuff, that that old wine, that old the, the old way of the wine skins. It's not going to work in this fight. It's not going to work in this round. It worked last season. It's not going to work. Get rid of that stinking thinking. Your old ways 
of getting things. It's not going to help you obtain the new things you wish to have in this season. You're going to miss your blessings because of the persecutor that is lying within you. That's why you often hear that term. Oh, she's, you know, people could say, oh, she's so beautiful, but she's so ugly. Because her attitude. He got it all, but my God, I, can't, I just can't be around him. You're stinking thinking. You're bleeding on people. You think God is going to put you somewhere and you won't even let him touch the wound? It's time to own up to what it is that you see that needs to change. And if you don't see it and people are telling you, you need to embrace those things. God has a higher potential for you. You have been chosen for your potential. God wants to give you even more than what he's gave you now. Look how far that he's bring you. We are not the same BC family. Especially for those of you have, who have been connected to the channel since we were on YouTube. We are not the same. And if you want to get through this fight and you want to make it through this round, you have got to listen to the referee. Whether it be the people he's using in your life to let you know. Whether he's using situations that seem like denials, but they're really delays. What is it in your life that is causing delay? Are you truly ready for the things that you have prayed for? And if you're not, don't panic. Surrender. Surrender to God. Say, God, I've been doing this. I don't see a problem in it. But the creditors do. The job does. My husband does. My wife does. My brothers, my sisters, my friends do. I don't want to be alone. But it seems that I keep ending up that way. What is it, God, that is keeping me for? from the things that you have for me, from my highest potential. What is wrong with my stance? I keep getting knocked around the ring. I love you, BC family, and God has more for you, but you have to want it. You are chosen for your potential. This is a fixed fight. Everybody will fight. Everybody can fight, but can you win? I want to leave you with some encouragement on today. It's going to be from the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. And it reads, So do not, face, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. We serve a righteous God. He's telling you, do not fear. He's with you. He's still with you. Don't be dismayed. He is your God. He will strengthen you. Boxers even get tired in the ring. It's a lot going on. Everybody's surrounding your fight. People paying to come see you fight. I'm betting on this one. They, they hoping you lose. 
They out there. Hit them with a left. Do this. Do that. I would do that. They don't know what God has planned for you. You've been in training. The Lord, you have been, you have been studying Jesus' ways. You have been practicing for this fight. Now you're in the ring. God is the ref. And your opponent is ready to tear you apart. He knows you won. But he knows if I can just have the crowd screaming loud enough to where he can't hear. If I can just, you know, he's he's won about six rounds, so his ego is going to get him. She's used to getting anything she wants. She's spoiled. So she thinks she got this, you know, and, and she really do got it. But if I could just trick her into thinking, oh, you won't win this battle. This round is this round is mine. He goes about seeking, go about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Seeking, looking for, trying to. Hoping he hasn't conquered. We are more than conquerors. You got to know your place. You are more than a conqueror. Everybody can fight, but can you win? Let God be the referee, okay? That is my greatest, greatest hope. I can't stress it enough. My greatest hope is that we all would recognize God as the referee in our situations. So when you see, you know, your enemy, know that just because you can't see God, just because you may not see the ref, he's still in the ring and he's running around there and he's, He's 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 hitting the floor and he's looking. He's checking the angles and he he's blowing the whistle. He got the whistle in his mouth. He's fighting for you. But it's up for you to prepare for your fight, okay? He's given us the word. And just cuz you know it don't mean you know how to apply it in that season. So don't get caught out of season. You are chosen for your potential. You can win. You will win. Okay, so until next time, BC family, I love you. Stay great, stay blessed, feel, stay prosperous. And remember that this is a fixed fight. So I want to go ahead and pray us out and cover this in the blood of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that we were able to come together today and gain clarity on the things that have been taking place in our life. Father God, we call down a Holy Ghost fire, Father God, that you would burn up everything that would try to come and take this word from us, Father God, that would try to come and snatch this encouragement from us, Father God. We ask that your highest will be done in our life, Father God. We ask that you help us to apply the things that we have learned today. We we ask, Father God, that we won't just feed on this word as encouragement, but that we would go forth, Father God, and do what it is called for us to do. In Jesus' mighty name that we pray, we ask that you cover us in the blood of your son, Jesus. Amen.